Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. Again, welcome. Today, we are going to be telling you a little bit about us and why we are here in the first place. First things first, we want to welcome you to join us in our free community, the Thriving Mompreneurs Community, where you can stay connected with us, but so you can also connect with more powerhouse business and family-minded women. Today's episode is all about how Veronica and I met and decided to start a podcast on our first time meeting over Zoom. Have you ever vibed with someone so much you just had to work with them? Well, that's how this podcast started. I actually answered a post from Veronica in another Facebook group for mompreneurs, and we hopped on a Zoom to connect. We thought it would be fun to get a little background on our mompreneur stories today. Um, And so how about you start, Veronica? Tell us a little bit about how you got here. Yeah, I would love to. So I it starts back in like undergrad when I was like allowed to be an adult for the first time ever. And I just like completely went off the rails. (laughs) I was... (laughs) And, and like, not, I like realized that I could have been worse, but in the point of just, I worked so much. I was a part of everything. I never said I had no boundaries, essentially. I was constantly on this journey to proving my self worth to myself through picking up more jobs and, and, you know, being a part of more organizations and sororities and um, parties and all the things. And so, um, that was my intro to adulthood. And I very quickly realized that that was not sustainable <laughs> in any way, <laughs> shape or form. Um, and so I I kind of I got it together. I found my church home. I started, you know, working on my spiritual health. And then um, I headed off to my now doctorate program, which I'm still in. But that was three years ago now. I'm, I'm on my way out of doctorate. I'm, of, I'm almost a chiropractor. So we're almost there. Yay. And yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's really exciting. But I realized within doctorate school, the lifestyle that I had before of just like constantly flying by the seat of my pants was just one, not healthy for my own sanity, for my relationships. And it definitely wasn't going to get me through 
the rigorous studies and protocols that it takes to get through chiropractic school. So that is where my, you know, momentum kind of shifted to realizing that I needed to make a change. And, uh, and then it wasn't again until I had my daughter that I realized that work home life balance was really important to me. And it basically, whether I could do that or not lasted entirely on how I was able to regulate my own self, my emotions, my, my time, my energy, my intentions. Um, and so after working on that, I realized that anything is possible and my grades got better. I started spending more quality time with my daughter and my husband was like, who the heck is this person? Um, and so <laughs> that's where we are at today. Thank goodness. We made it on the other side almost. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's all really relatable. Um, you know, it, I think it's really easy when we leave home for the first time, even it's regardless of how your home life was growing up. You know, I know some people have it one way, some people have it another way, but then when you leave, it's like, you just have this like time where you're like, oh, I can make all these decisions. And then you try yeah. on all these identities um, before yeah. you kind of figure out what suits, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. And I can't wait to hear your story. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, mine isn't super different. I was really sick from a really young age. I actually, um, can remember now looking back, even as probably in my early teens around where my kids are now. Uh, my kids are 12 and 14. I can remember falling asleep everywhere. Um, just getting sick really often. By the time my period came, I was a mess of PMS, um, even very early on. And, um, you know, I was going to my doctor, my mother was a nurse, so we would sort of, we would go to the doctor, you know, and they would, uh, say, nope, that's just normal. It's you're a teenager or you're just, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. There was always an excuse or here's an antibiotic. Here's a, uh, you know, whatever. And over time it grew into anxiety and incredible digestive issues. And at 19, um, I was at my job and, I had a really bad digestive episode. Um, And for anybody out there who has irritable bowel syndrome, it's like, you know, where every bathroom in the whole world is. Um, And so I went to the (laughs) secret bathroom, the work secret bathroom uh, to have some privacy. And uh, I basically, I almost died. I almost like I had a, what I now look back to know was a vagal episode and I almost passed out. And I really, I didn't know what was wrong though, because I was a teen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was very scary. It started me down a long road of medications for one thing and another, because no one had an answer for me. I eventually ended up in nursing school sort of by default because I didn't know what else I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And Fast forward to when I had kids uh, 10 years later, I finally found that it was important for me to take care of myself. My story is very similar to yours in the sense that like, I didn't know that burning the candle at both ends wasn't going to take me where I wanted to go. Um, (laughs) And it took sort of bringing another life into this world to, for me to say, oh my goodness, what am I doing to myself? What am I going to be showing my daughter um, Mm. for me to really see the changes? And I basically went to my doctor again. They essentially gave up on me and said, I don't know how to help you. Um, I'm going to send you to this place. I have no clue what they do there, but good luck. And I went there and it turned out to be a functional medicine clinic. And fast forward now, these are the same 
ways that I help people uh, in my own practice, in my own mm-hmm. health coaching practice with lifestyle medicine and some supplement work and a lot of really good stress management techniques and all of these things um, was what I learned there. So it was pivotal for me to find functional medicine and understand that my health is in my own hands, actually. I, it yeah. felt very out of control, right? Yeah. One, I love stories like that because I found chiropractic with a similar journey of, you know, figuring out there was there was more to this this uh, healthcare type thing and that you, exactly right. What you said, we have way more power than I think that we are led to believe. Um, yeah. And it's just a matter of like finding that. And I think it's beautiful. Our, both of our stories, because yes, the kids were almost like the tipping point, right? Like we're like, wow, okay, we really need to do something, but it really is this work that we kept putting into place before kiddos. And yep. then it was just like an avalanche of like, okay, like we've been preparing for this moment and now it's go time, you know? <laughs> and so yeah, I just love that. Yeah, I agree. I think that it was, it, the tipping point is a good, is a good term because I knew something was wrong. I knew that it was not sustainable the way that I was living. I just yeah. didn't know what to do, you know? And right. so I think both of us now have this passion for walking moms through this journey and being able to say there is a way it might take some time but it's possible for you to feel better enjoy your life love what you do for work love your family you know and really set those boundaries and have the intention that you were speaking about have the intention of the life that you dreamed about not the one that you just sort of fell upon (laughs) which is sort of where i was i think before Yeah. Right. And also, but there's also like a belief aspect to it, right? Like, yeah, I love that this intention that I have now for life, just like you said. But then there's also like, there has to be that switch of like, wait a second, this is possible. Like, now that I know where I'm going and what I want to do and what matters most to me, now I can have this intention. And so it's a really beautiful, like, you know, just, and it's, it's just like all of these things that come together to make this one big, beautiful plan and path and all the things. And that kind of segues us right into the next point we want to make is, which is be ready for anything. And I love that because that's honestly how this podcast started. That's how all of our journeys really, you know, started. So can you tell me what that means for you, Casey? Yeah, I think um, be ready for anything, like just a little bit more of my story. Like when the pandemic happened like a few years ago, like in in the beginning of all of that, I am a nurse. I work at a very busy Boston hospital. My unit turned into a COVID unit. So I was seeing very sick people and it was a, and my husband is a fireman. So we were really in the thick of things. And I had been dabbling in my head and getting stuck, like you said, in the belief that Mm -hmm. certain things weren't possible. For 10 years, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a health coach and it just really didn't I don't know. I wasn't there mentally. I wasn't ready. And it was Mm -hmm. something about seeing so many sick people that just really made me reprioritize my dreams and put myself Mm -hmm. first. Because I think like being ready for anything means to me, like I, I think it was really like I got the like knock upon my head where I said, what am I doing? What am I showing my kids? What do they think? I don't want them to think that life is about martyring yourself for other people. I actually want Mm. them to think that life is about connection and joy and enjoyment and fulfillment and service of others and all of these things that are values of mine 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I wanted them to think. And so I don't think I would have taken this leap if I wasn't just like open to the possibility and been ready, you know what I mean, yeah. for whatever kind of came my way, because it certainly yeah. wasn't, I didn't think my next step, but here I am. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Yeah. I also want to hit on just really quickly, like, um, how we want our kiddos to, you know, have to teach them these big, big values, but it starts with doing all those things to ourselves, right? Like we want our kiddos to be selfless and we want to be selfless moms and all these things. But really, if you don't know how to treat yourself that way, you're not going to treat others that way. Um, and that actually goes into my, what be ready for anything means to me because, um, I was very much that way. I was very much a martyr. I'm the oldest of six. We came from not a lot. And so I learned at a very young age how to kind of put myself aside and start working um, and, and being more for other people. And so um, when it came to my journey, I realized that being ready for everything meant that I had to also like get ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I yeah. couldn't take on all of these opportunities that were coming my way without taking care of myself. And it sounds so, it sounds, it seems so counterproductive because in chiropractic school, you would think that my secret to success was doing more and studying more and, you know, all these things. But it was actually when I took a step back and started loving myself the way I kept preaching everyone else love each other was when doors started opening. And then I could, I could truly be ready for anything because I wasn't like burnt out to a crisp. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like yeah, I yeah, yeah. had taken the time to care for myself and my own nervous system and my own, you know, mental health. And then doors opened to where I was able to have these conversations with people and actually be present with them and in the room. And then I was able to be intentional with my family because I already took care of myself. And now yeah. I have the capacity to take care of you. And so that's what being ready for anything means to me um, is to, you know, almost like, just make sure you're putting yourself in a position to be ready. And that does not mean doing more. It actually sometimes means doing less or doing more of the things that you need to do for yourself. Yeah, I think you're so, so, so right. I think, you know, during during uh, the beginning of the pandemic, I was in the best shape of my life. Like right when everything kind of happened, I was really exercising regularly. I was taking care of myself in a way I hadn't shown up for myself ever in my whole life. And Mm -hmm. then right about April of 2020, so we all know what was happening in April of 2020, (laughs) Oh yeah, I was exercising and uh, sprained my ankle. Like I've never done that before ever in my life. And it was like literally the worst sprain ever right before you break. That's that's where I was. And it forced me to take a break in a way that was very intentional. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could get it really like bound up in oh, now I can't do this and I can't do that. But I really, with all of the work that I had done prior to that time, plus the beginning of the pandemic and what those months leading up to that had meant for me as a nurse in that situation, Mm -hmm. I took it as like the opportunity to hit the pause button. And and so again, just being ready for anything like that, that is not how I would have pictured me showing up in that, you know what I mean? In that moment. But it was Mm -hmm. really a gift. It was really an absolute gift that I had that, you know, it sort of forced me into a couple of growth things that I was avoiding, like asking for help, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big one. (laughs) Yeah. So it was so, you know, you just never know what's coming your way. There's even bad things can be an opportunity. And so, you know, I think like even just this, you know, this podcast, like we're just 
jumping in. We don't know each other that well, right? So this is like going to be a really, I think, a gift for both of us, but also for the listeners that you guys are on a little journey with us and like being open to whatever comes up for us, whatever comes up because, um, you know, I'm 45 years old this year. Uh, you know, and like I said, I have two teenagers. I know myself. I love myself, accept myself more than I ever have in my all of my 45 years. It's beautiful. Yeah. And there's just so much to unpack there, so much to to share. And, you know, in sharing, my hope is that other people will come into this community and share as well. And mm-hmm. um, so we don't feel so alone because sometimes the hard lessons, you feel like you're the only one learning them and it's just not right. true, you know? Right. Yeah. We're in it together. And I think it's really cool that we have so many similarities and then there's, you know, I'm, I'm 27 this year. And that is the one thing I get from a lot of people, especially when I talk to, you know, like mentors or, you know, people who are a little bit older than me, they're like, man, I like 40 was it for me. Like I <laughs> realized that I'm, every, you know, I deserve all these things. And I'm like, man, if only we could start earlier. Yeah. And I'm on this journey of getting, you know, I feel really good where I'm at. And it took a, I, I did have to grow up pretty fast. So I think that is, you know, how I've gotten here. And, yeah. and, but I also think that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, okay, that's it. Like 40, is it for me? Like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's today. I don't care how old you are, whether you're, you know, 19, 27, 40, you know, it starts today and don't yeah. worry about like where you you know, the time that you could have been doing this, like that is just a waste of just everything happens for a reason. And as my job and my passion is to help people realize that they can be who they want to be today. It matters today. So I just need to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think that's great. And it's one of the things uh, my oldest is a is my daughter. Um, She's 14. She'll be 15 later this year. And, you know, having her has been the best and the hardest thing ever in my whole life. Um, you know, she pushes all my buttons, <laughs> love her to death. She's, she's great. And I, but I have learned so much about myself mm. through her and her personality. And it's teaching, you know, she's teaching me boundaries and that yeah. I didn't learn when I was her age. And so mm. it's beautiful in the sense that as I'm growing and changing and learning, I'm hopefully teaching a little bit of it to them. I mean, they're going to have their own bumpy road as, right. as told to me by my 14 year old this year, when <laughs> I, she told me something very heavy and I, you know, said, I, I just hate to see you hurt. And, you know, I, I, I just, that's why I get a little upset. And she's like, mom, bad things are going to happen to me. It's okay. And I'm like, wow. ah, that like wow. breaks my heart, but okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. She was a very wise 14-year-old. Oh, she is something else. And, you know, so I think that that has been part of like in speaking to what you just said, like it's so important for us to be sharing this with anyone who Mm -hmm. wants to begin the journey. But ideally, if you learn just a little bit earlier, like it's just so nice to, you know, boy, what I wouldn't, I I don't have regrets, but like, man, if I had just felt this way when I was 20, I would have wasted a lot less time doing certain things, you know? Yeah. 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 But it's also beautiful how you're, you know, not only through this podcast are we, you know, doing that in so many ways, but also with our own children. Because yeah, I think about that. My daughter's only a year and a half, but I'm already thinking, I mean, she is 
she learned the word no and she ah. says you know she it, it's mine and and so she's teaching me things and in funny ways as well um and and she's just the best thing that's ever happened to me because i everything that i do and everything that i say to myself first and foremost and to those around me is is like a filter like i'm like oh my yeah. gosh okay you know this is everything matters nothing is 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 not a big deal anymore you know so yeah yeah and i think that's a good filter through which to think about and we can dive into this in in future episodes but like how we speak to ourselves is one of the mm-hmm. most important things that you do and yeah. i often will te- like use the filter would i say this to my child yes do you know what i mean when i'm saying something i'm giving too. myself a hard time about something and i'm like mm-hmm. ew i would never say that <laughs> like i wouldn't say <laughs> yes. that to anyone yes Jesus. yes why am i saying that to myself so <laughs> it's just so interesting like you know, being a mom, being a business business owner, you know, starting this journey and, and also modeling for them. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's tough to start a business, right? If that's something yeah. that, you know, listeners are are doing, it's not easy. It's not easy no. to be a working mom in any capacity. And if it's a and if you're starting your own business, that's like sort of another level of something, right? It's a little another different. Layer. Yeah. Another layer. And um, you know, I have to say my biggest supporter in my business is my 12-year-old son. Um, oh. You know, he has done everything from, he likes all my videos on social media. He, you know, he loaned me money. He's so cute. He loaned me money for my business. He's so cute. You know, and he's here for it. He is here for it. He tells all his friends, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's really important to have those connections and those bonds with our people in whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it's a partner, kids, parents, whomever, friends. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And that's that's kind of like the last point that I wanted to make too, is just like how important it is to do it in community. Because you even hit on, on you said something, or, oh, I can't almost obviously paraphrasing, but you said something about just doing it together and, and not yeah. feeling alone, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that it is so true how we can get in these, you know, it feels like we are wanting to do these big changes and it feels like we're alone, but we're really not. And that is the purpose of that Facebook group in, you know, that thriving mompreneurs community. It's just going to be so good to get all these people together and encourage one another through these journeys. Yeah, totally. And so this was super fun, super fun to let our audience in a little bit on us and get started on this new cool adventure. Um, you know, don't forget everyone, opportunities are all around. So make sure you're keeping your eyes open and your mind open to the opportunities as they present. They may not look like what you think. Yes, yes. We appreciate you joining us for this episode and want to make sure you join us for the next one, All About Mom Overwhelm. You know that feeling. There's more on your plate than you can get done in a day and you just shut down. We'll be diving into that and why it matters, what to do. So stay tuned. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.